You're all I ever needed. You're all I want. Help me, help me, help me, long Help me know you that I need. You are my desire. No one else could do. Nothing else can take your place. I believe that's your testimony. <laughs> Welcome back to class. It's a long week. God module three. We took a prayer break and we are back. And just coming back, that song starts ringing in my heart. You are my desire. Desire. <laughs> no one else can do. No one else can take your place. You're all I want. You're all I ever needed. You're all I want. Help me, help me know you, Lord. Help me know you, I need. So we continue the Moodle 3. We're still talking about submission. It was a good thing that we prayed. I will not go back. I will just continue. What do you submit? I've talked about it. And let's, let's see what we can do after the prayer break. Please go through the slide yourself. Even though, yeah, just go to the slide. It may not be too explanatory without listening to the, to the audio message. But you can still go through the slide. Let me just say one or two things before I go here. That's um, Luke chapter 14, verse 26 says, If any man come to me and ate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters and his own life also, he said, It can't be, he cannot. <laughs> so, this is the criteria to become a disciple of God. This is a criteria to be Jesus' disciple, to be a follower, to be Jesus' disciple. One of these criteria is that you must eat. Ah, I'm, I'm not going to. He didn't say you must eat them. It does not literally mean you must eat them. You must, you must count them second in your life. You must count them as second in your life. Even your husband. Let's add husband here. Yeah. For some of us that are married, or those of us that are married, your husband. You can't love your husband more than God. Though. The day you start loving your husband more than God, it becomes a threat. I don't want to say what I don't want to say. Because <laughs> everything that you love more than God, God himself will come and fight it. He will fight it, especially if his attention, his focus, and his hand is upon you. Every other thing that you love be above God, he will take them away from you. Ah, he will. And it's a show of love. Don't be angry. When he loves you, he will come chasing after you. Like a lover chases after his... his yeah. That's it. So he say you must count them as nothing compared to God, compared to your love for God. Everything you hold, see them as dung. That's, that's, where this, that's what this passage is talking about. It's not saying you must dislike them. You must not love them above God. You must see them as secondary. That's where you can follow. You cannot be, be my disciple if you love your mother more than the assignments, more than God. 
If you want, God must be one. Only him. Everything else. Nothing else aside God. So let's go further. I'm going to look at surrender, submission, and separation. Before you submit, the first step in the pathway in submission is surrender. No, when you surrender, it's like I give it up. Then when you submit, I lay it down. And the good thing is, let me just say this. The good thing is, it's our level of separation, sorry, our level of submission that separates us in Kedah. You know, we are in Kedahs. Oh, we are not at the same level. Someone say we are not grace mates, we are not grace mates. We are not, we really, we are not grace mates, we are not anointing mates, we are not... We are not at the same level when it comes to God, our relationship with God. Uh -huh. We have people that are in primary school, secondary, university, tertiary, have done their PhD. No, that. And we are all children. But yet, our relation with God, mm -mm. And we, you know, we got, no, we are not at the same level. That's the truth. What separates boys from men is submission. I said it earlier. That's what separates. And the level of submission, your level of submission determines your depth in God. Mm. In fact, if you want to grow and you want to operate in dimensions that you've never seen before, eh, your submission level will be out of this world. It will not be asking you of some people are struggling with tight ah, as a babyish things, 10%. Some are giving 50%. I'm not saying you should give. I'm saying that is how they have gone in their work with God. They understood that there's nothing. That they own that is not God's. So they are all. It's not the same. I'm not saying you do it. I'm saying the, your depth of submission will, will actually determine your ascension. You are sending the spirits. Uh -huh. The price you pay at that point, the, the way it's telling your skin, and you say, Lord, do it, Lord. I'm ready for the next. Uh -huh. Beautiful. When you want to go deeper again, it lays it up. It lays another demand on you that is higher. So you keep paying the price until you become. So you can't. It's not one, not one time. I just pay. I submit once. No, you keep submitting. You. That's why I say keep saying yes to God, yes to His assignment, yes to Him, yes, yes, yes. It will demand this. You say yes. You say come. Measure a thousand cubit. The water will flow to the ankle. Then you will demand this again. You say yes. You say come. Measure another thousand cubit. The water flows to the to the new. Yeah. It will place another demand. You say yes. To the waste. That's how we grow. It's examination. If you don't pass, you repeat. If you pass, you were promoted. So in on this program, we are not all at the same level. When it comes to a relationship with God, some are maybe at the ankle level, the new level, the waist level, but we are saying we want something more. And that's what brought us. What brought us is, is that I want to know you now, or I want to know you more, or I want to see you as I've never seen you before. I want to walk in an unusual dimension. Father, take me higher. Let me walk into depths of wisdom. Deeper realm. That's what brought us to alone with God. Yet, God is saying, 
you must pass this test. The test is called submission. <laughs> so it's submission that separates us from boys to men. Hallelujah. Or you cannot submit if you don't surrender. So the Bible says here, John chapter 10, verse 18, it says, No man take it from me because he will not struggle with you. But I lay down myself. Aha. <laughs> you must lay it down. There's a power to lay it down. And that's, that's what you obtain in the place of prayer. Father, help me. Help me. There was a time that God requested that I sow a seed. <laughs> At least you know, this is the highest seed I've sown in my life. Grace came for me. Oh. Normally, I will not. <laughs> I believed after I saw this, I looked back at my life and I knew that it was God that gave and graced me to do. When my father in law prayed and preached, he said, Anything you do, God is the one that gives you grace to do it. And where you're struggling is where you have not obtained grace. And I believe it so much. That where you have struggled is where you have not even prayed and asked for grace because you can ask and pray for grace. And when grace comes, the things that people say, how did you do it? You say, I really don't know. <laughs> then sometimes I look back and I looked at how I was able to host some courses, do some mentoring. Hey, because I went to, I, I sometimes I also host courses. And I, just, I just looked at my life. How I did it, I don't know. <laughs> how, grace just came for the assignment. Even this assignment is grace. Ah, it wasn't in the agenda when I entered 2022. But you have to submit because your time is not your time. Whatever God says you should do, go and do it. Because somebody's destiny is tied to it. You are not your own. You don't own yourself. Remember, the life I live in the body now is through Christ. Eh, eh. So even if you say, God, you know, I'm busy. You're busy. It will take that job away from you so that you can be idle and work for God. So you come and work for God now. Somebody say, can God do that? He can do it too. He has done it before, he will do it again. <laughs> That's why you should not place anything above God. Anything that you place above, God will fight that thing. It's dangerous. Especially if God's hand is upon you. And I mean God's hand is upon you means God is giving you attention. He's telling you I have something. He's chasing after you. He has something he wants to do with you. He has a purpose for you to fulfill on that. You are chosen for a divine assignment. Ah, you can't escape it. Is it not Jonah? He said, no, he went to Tari. God brought him back to Nineveh. What are you talking? <laughs> With a strong mighty hand inside the, the belly of the shark. Yeah. He cooperated. It's better you cooperate with God, sis. And that's the truth. If God is chasing after you, his hand, his hand is upon you, his eyes is off you. If you can go to Tashish, he will make sure you come back. Because this assignment must be done. And may we not be in that, that I don't know, when God will say, okay, I'm done with you. And you give your own assignment to another person. May we not be replaced. Yeah, that's the word. Because sometimes he can replace. It's his love. It's his prerogative. He chooses not to replace you. It's still because he loves you. He has a thousand other. That's not bow to bow. A thousand. Not a thousand. I'm saying thousands of others. I'm not yet bow, bow to bow. So we should count it a privilege to be loved by God, to be called by God. 
and for him to place a demand after all what you have he gave to you so what what are you talking about that husband he gave it to you gave him to you that job he gave it to you that beauty is god's own glory upon your life use it for god submit it to god let god use it give it to him your time give it to him it's not easy you wake up in the night it wasn't easy on jesus he wasn't sleeping in the night. I got to understand that Jesus wasn't really sleeping in the night. It's night time. He was using it for prayer. <laughs> go and study the Bible. And he would go in the evening and he would turn in the morning. You think he went to play on the mountain or he went to sleep there. Because his day assignment is to do the work of the Father who has sent him. And to finish his work because time is of essence. He knew that he... Mm -mm. In the calendar of God, he has a limited time to do this and to finish it. So in the day, we'll be ministering, doing so much. He will, sometimes he will be tired. The Bible says he was hungry. Look at the picture. He was really hungry, physically hungry. <laughs> sometimes his disciples go and get him features, water, get him food. That was when he was talking and chatting with the woman by the well. He was fucked out. He was in all... He was... As a human being, tempted as we are, that's why it can become our high priest. So everything that you are facing, you you're passing through in human form, Jesus passed through it. He was angry, he was hungry, he was thirsty. Yet he said, My meat is to do the, the father's bidding, the work of the father, to do the will of it that has sent me and to finish his work. That is meat. What is your meat? That it will be easy. Ah. I don't know, but I don't think it's that easy. <laughs> it's, going to be, it's not going to be easy on the flesh. You want to sleep. I want to sleep. I love to sleep, but I have to wake up to pray. I have to wake up to study. I have to wake up to record. That's life, and that's the truth. Sometimes we also wake up to do something that are of essence to us. But I hope they're important to God. <laughs> I hope God is not number 10 on your agenda. I hope he's number one. Am I saying you will not live a life outside God? No. You will live your life outside God in accordance to his God's will. You will walk. You will talk. You will give back. You have a family. You will do everything that a human being is supposed to do according to his will. According to his will. So I'm not saying you sit in the church from morning to night. No. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not sleeping in the church from morning to night. But everything I do, I see God in it. I go to work, I see God in it. I have to be patient with people at work. It is God in me. God is still in me. You Sometimes you go to work and people don't even know if you're a Christian or they don't know you're a Christian. They don't know if you're a pastor. Right? They don't know if you're a pastor. It's not their business. But you still have to minister to them. Some will come and say, I have this, pray with me. Or, or someone just wants to hear a word of comfort from you. It is still ministration. Without even necessarily saying, Jesus has paid the price. <laughs> Whatever you're doing, do it as unto the Lord. It's still, it's still ministration. It's still the will of God. Do good. Don't do bad. It is God. Eh? Lend a helping out. It is still the scripture. Okay, shine 
as the light. Do your work excellently. It is still the scripture. So everything we are doing, both in the secular and the, I don't know, is it ministry? It's secular, whatever. Our life, there's no spiritual life. It's one life. <laughs> oh, this morning today. <laughs> I knew it's going to be like this. <laughs> it is still one life. So it's not my, separate my, my academic, my spiritual life, my financial life. What is life? It's one life. But it's not what we are, we are not going there today. But it's still one life. Say, this life I live in the body. It didn't say my spiritual life I live in the body. It didn't say uh, my, my, my marital life I live in the body. We are having problems in marriages because we are still not understanding God. If you are a spiritual being, your marriage will work. Your career will work. Your health will you'll be fine. You will not have falling sick because he will tell you what to eat and what not to eat and taking communion you'll be fine your finances will be fine he will tell you submit to the to sowing and reaping and the gifting of god upon your life engage it it's not really sowing and reaping if you sow and there's nothing you are putting your hand on there will not be anything everything that he lays his hand on prosper that means you must put your hand on something so they are in the scripture. I don't even know how I got here. <laughs> so there is a path laid down. Talk about surrender, submission, and separation. Let's go for. So let's go to the process. Process of submission. Start with identification. Talk about it. What do you identify? The will of God for your life. What is God laying demand on? There was a time God was laying demand on my midnight hours. And grace came. Do you know, whatever God laid demand on, let me use, I will use myself as an example now for this process, okay? Because I sense God has given me the permission because I don't really like talking about myself because I don't even know how far this recording will get to, okay? But I believe that God has given me permission to use myself to illustrate this process. There was a time in my life that God laid demand on my midnight hour, my midnight hours, I pray early in the morning, but no, it's not simple. So you're not going to pray in the morning. You're going to pray for this time, this time. And I was actively working. I said, God, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'll get to office, I'll be dozing off. How can I do this thing? I cried because I, you know, you must hear God. I heard him like he was speaking to my ears. I, I can't, st I remember the moment, the place, the time where this happened. It's vivid because when you have an encounter, you can't forget it's like when you give back to your firstborn, you know how you shouted, hey, you, those experiences are there for life. I wrote it there in my journal and I cried, cried that. Because I knew God was asking for it and I knew that in my flesh I can't do it. I'll fall down, I'll fall, I'll break down, yes. Because I have to go to work. You know, and if I, how can I do this? I'll break down. <laughs> because I won't be sleeping, some people sleep eight hours. I don't know how you're sleeping eight hours, right? but it's okay. <laughs> You know, so I identified what God was asking for me. I didn't know wh why he was asking me, but it was a price I needed to pay in that season of my life. And there have been prices paid, but this one, I just use it as an example. So you must identify what God is asking for you for now. It's not everything. It may be asking for one thing now. Like for me, I know what is demanding for me now. I'm still struggling in that area. And God said, this is what I need from you now. For your next season to break forth. This one, you must do it. 
Look, think, sit down, ask yourself. You must identify that thing that you need to submit. That area, you need submission. You must know it. And when you not know it, for me, the struggle continues. In fact, the struggle began. <laughs> it will take you to the next phase, which is struggle phase. You will struggle. You will like, how can this be done? Is it even humanly speaking? Who does this? You will struggle. I struggled. But because I knew God has already placed demand on that, those hours, I needed to pray. I needed to pray. Do you know God will not place demand on something that you, you find easy? If it's fasting, if God says I'll be fasting once in a week, I like it. <laughs> because that area, I've been able to surmount those challenges. I'll say, did you say once a week? Thank you, Daddy. Let's go. It's not a struggle to me. But some people are struggling. They can't even fast once in a week. You know, it's a struggle. But grace will come for you in the name of Jesus. So in a here where you're struggling, that's where God will even say, give it to me. So it was struggle. So you enter the next phase. The struggle. At this point, this is the point you need prayers. You will pray. He that has asked of you can embrace you to do it. And you will not leave the struggle phase unless you submit in within your, your surrender. Yeah. Unless you surrender, okay, okay. Okay, I am ready, but how do I do it? Help me. Uh -huh. That's where God says, okay, I'll tell you how to do it. This and this. And you pray and God will lay your grace. That's where we get to the supply of grace. If I struggle and I say, no, please give me another time. I cannot. I cannot. The more I say I cannot, grace will not come. But the more I say, God help me. Okay, I surrender to what you're asking for me. But how will it be done? Like Mary said, how would this happen? He surrendered. He was not ready to say, ah, oh, I can't do it though. No. He surrendered. Okay, just tell me. Help me through it. So when you get to that point in praise or prayer and your heart's submitting, surrendering, God will lay a grace. So grace came. Ah, uh, grace came. I don't even know how I did it, but Chris came. At that point, at, at, because I don't want to say the hour so that you don't go and say, eh, it is only this between this hour and God. God mm -mm. Whatever God wants for you to do. So at the nick of that time, let me keep the time to myself, I will wake up. Even if I just slept one hour before that time, I will wake up. I'm telling you. Even if I just slept 30 minutes with that time, I will wake up. And I didn't need alarm to make me up. Sometimes I would put alarm. But because grace has come, I would just wake up and my eyes will just open. And what do you mean that? That means the sleep just come off from my eyes. <laughs> sleep just... You know, you, there's a time you wake up, you're struggling, you will now need that, you want to pray, you struggle, you sleep 30 minutes, you stand up again, you pray. It's okay. I'm not saying it's bad. I've been there. And sometimes I'm still there. So it's not where you overwork yourself. Nature will ask, but there is a spirit in you that suppresses that nature. Yeah. So, but nature will come asking. And it depends on what you eat too. If you eat loaded meals before you sleep in the evening or in the night, you eat one day, yeah, my night there. You wake up 12 or 1, you wake up 6 a.m. <laughs> so, and that's why it's very important for us. God also wants us to watch our diet, what we eat. Work, that's wisdom working together it helps you when you're lighter you 
you it's easier for you to pray it's easier to you hear god that, that's why you fast so grace came and at that point i would just wake up that's how i know that is god you know if i wake up by the alarm waking me up i will sometimes you, you know how we use the alarm the alarm you off it you say turn you off it start singing again say i beg you just put it up <laughs> we all been there that's the truth but if god wakes you up you will wake up and your eyes will be clear that's why the holy spirit i knew his grace so grace came because and at the point in time it became a soul i submitted those hours to god and that's the next process when grace come you will submit it i submitted those hours to god and i don't know how i did it Sha. and for months it went like that months and normally i'm supposed to sleep at work because sometimes i don't even sleep more than three hours in a day at those times and i'm not used to it because i sleep my seven six hours then i sleep my normal hours and funny enough i will be active throughout the day that's why i knew mm, this one is good it's not natural you know and transformation was the outcome of my life oh my god i can't describe it it was a journey that God took me through himself to make me. Because he knows. I don't know. He knows. He knows his design for my life. And he knows that if this girl will be like this, she has to pass through this intense intensity of fire. <laughs> but she will not burn. She will not be destroyed. But our God will be refined. So God knows where he's taking you. And he knows what you need to pass through. And that's why he's asking you, lay this one down for me. It's part of your making. It's part of your making. Let's go for that. I think it's a good one. We'll be fast. At this, this, this session is going to close very soon. Good. So the reward of submission, I think it's self-explanatory. For those that are not going through the slide, you just listen to the message but if you're working with your slide you will know the next slide we have on now is the reward of submission what is the reward of submission growth power and transformation john 12 24 says except a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies hey i love scripture anyway i read it i just feel <laughs> Oh, sweet. <laughs> so, except a corn of wheat falls to the ground and dies. If you have a Bible that is yours, you can underline dies. It didn't say if it falls to the ground. Some people are falling to the ground, but they did not die. <laughs> and submission is the beginning of death. Wow, that's true. Submission is the beginning of your journey to death. Because he will be like, he's tearing you. As I told you the, uh, the earlier part, that's the part one of this model. I said there was a day I felt like my skin was being pulled, physically pulled. But I felt the pain on my body. But well, something that God was doing in my spirit. But yet I was feeling it on my body. And I was sobbing. I said, God, you are stretching me. I said, don't worry, you will not break. I know what I'm doing with you. The things you think you cannot do, oh, it's because you are not submitted. If you are submitted, you look back. It will help you to conquer them. Your fears, you will conquer them. 
you'll be transformed into another man. People will look at you and say, where have you been? You say, I've been with Jesus. That's growth. Growth, transformation, power. It comes when you have submitted totally to God. Not you, though. Submission. Growth comes. For me, at the end of the, those phase of my life, that season of my life, that God was laying demand on my, on some some hours in 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 the day, not in the day, in the early hours of the day, for me, I believe God was just saying, "I need I need to have an encounter with you." It was time to pray, it was time to study, and there was deposits every time I appear, trickling into my life. Deposit, deposit, deposit. I'm still growing, no. I'm not saying I've grown, no. <laughs> I'm still growing. But what God wanted to do with me, where he wanted to move me from, he did by that act of submission. He did, at least from point A to point B. And we are still on that journey. But at least I know where I used to be. And I can do it again and again. Because when you have conquered one area of your life, you will cruise in that area. If it's giving, you've conquered it. You will cruise. It's not be a problem. Where you're strong is where you have not conquered because you've not submitted. When you submit and you conquer that area of your life, you'll be cruising. When people say, I find it difficult, you say, by the grace of God, is not difficult. Because you have obtained grace, okay? And power comes. Ah, power comes. Transformation comes. They all come as a reward of our submission. So, as a common wish, have you fallen to the ground? <laughs> no. It's not only to fall to the ground, but you say, and die. And die. He has said he dies. He abided alone. There is no growth. There is no transformation. There is no power. We are still at the outer, outer court. Unless you submit. Your level of submission and your submission are continually saying yes. will be opening you to doors and doors and doors and doors. Doors. There, there is a place where you get to, where you become the habitation of God's presence. You become an altar, a walking altar. It's not that God will just come once in a year and tabernacle with you and live. The Spirit will dwell. He will abide in you. Because He has seen a place that makes Him comfortable. Make God comfortable. Empty yourself. Let God be comfortable to dwell in you. So that He can multiply Himself in you. It can transform you. It can increase you. You can be like him. See, but if he dies, he brings forth much fruit. And one of the fruit that God is expecting from us is the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit, you know it. Galatians 2.25. Check. The fruit of the Spirit is there. See, Galatians 2. Is that Galatians 2? Is there? You have to bear fruit, and your fruit must abide. Very, very important. <laughs> your fruit must abide. You know when we we talk about people giving their life to Christ, and they pick the life up later. <laughs> we have been there. <laughs> It's not Galatians. I will check the scripture. 
So we have all been there. You will give your life to Christ and you will pick your life later. Galatians 5.22 But the fruit of the Spirit is love, peace, joy, love, suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, against such there is no rule. And they, and they that are Christ have crucified the flesh with the affection and the lust. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. They that are Christ. Are you Christ? If you are Christ and you have submitted totally to Christ, the Bible says here that you have crucified the flesh. And it will be easy for you to bear the fruit of the Spirit because the work of the flesh, verse 19, are manifest. You will see them. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, viciousness, adultery, which idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, emulation, rod, strife. They are manifest. But the fruit of the for the but the fruits of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, gentleness. So you bring forth these fruits when you submit totally to him, when he abides and dwells in you. For without God, you can't do nothing. There are things that are reward in this kingdom, as one of our mentors will say. Some are reward of obedience, some are reward of submission. It's not every reward that is tied to prayer. Some rewards are tied to the step you take, to the decision you make, not the prayer you pray. Hallelujah. We have our reflection question here. I want you to take time to look at it think about it reflect on it answer it write your answers down your notebook put them in your journal don't gloss through this assignment i'm not asking you to share with me if you want to share with me privately you can but make sure you sit down with this question and answer them what is God requesting of you? What is God asking you? Where will you describe? How will you describe where you are on the journey to submission? Are you still at the struggle phase? Have you identified what God is asking? Have you received grace to do it? Where do you find the highest struggle? Where? Where? It's very important. Very, very important. Father, we thank you for today. Wow. Thank you for helping us. You have really helped us. You have really helped us. Hmm. You have really helped us. Lord, we are grateful. Lord, we are grateful. Lord, we are grateful. Blessed be your name forever. In the name of Jesus. Help us, Lord. Break our walls down. Help us to submit to you. Help us to totally lay it down. What is it that we are holding back? After all, you give us everything. That grace that you supply unto Jesus to finish the assignment. Lord, supply us with dimension of grace, with such grace, so that we will be able to yield and totally surrender and submit to you. Thank you, Abba Father, because you have had us in Jesus' 
mighty name we pray amen amen good morning or good day have a great day we'll meet on sunday for our review session please come one come all this invitation is to everybody please come let's share our thoughts let's pray together let's fellowship together god bless you see you next week i love you